Hi everyone, welcome to Toon Hounds, your fortnightly foray into all things animated. I'm your host, Rich Masters, and with me as always is my co-host, Spiffs. How are you today, Richard? I'm good, thanks, bud. You alright? Yeah, I'm alright. I took some Cocodamol, so I'm slightly, uh, I want to say weirdly woozy and tired and wired at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah, like uh-huh. you've had a double espresso and then uh, had a mint tea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. And you know what's really exciting? Really, really exciting. I want you to come right. If 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 you're not everyone, everyone listeners as well, I want you to come close to your speakers. And if you've got headphones in, push them in a little bit so you know when your earbones start vibrating. <laughs> right. It's yeah. started getting cooler here, so I'm wearing slippers. Oh shit! <laughs> that's how cool. That's how we roll on Toon Hounds. Yeah. I'm wearing a hoodie because um, my room's cold. I was wearing a hoodie up until about five seconds ago when my computer started pouring out a load of heat. Um, <laughs> because apparently, because I use a Mac and now I have to wear you wear you have to wear some, a Mac. <laughs> use some stupid hub so I can plug everything in and it gets like it puts out more heat than the radiators oh. do. Um, yeah, yeah. My computer's Apple. been pretty good with the heat since I got a new graphics card. It used to be absolutely boiling behind the computer, but it's perfectly fine now. Well, also, I use Chrome, which isn't really helpful. Oh, what are you doing really using Chrome? Tra- I know, I know, I just... Chrome? You know, I know, I know. <laughs> I should really transfer back to Firefox, but, um, yeah, just... Nah, Firefox yeah, just has been a bit it. weird as well. I don't know why we're talking mm. about this, but yeah, Firefox <laughs> updated a couple of times, and it's gone a bit weird for me now. Oh, do I need to use... Opera, Opera GX or whatever, Goose, or whatever it's called. or whatever it's called. Duck, duck, go. Duck, duck, go. <laughs> what did I say? Duck, duck, goose. Well, duck, duck, goose is the game, isn't it? Where you yeah. run around in a circle. and That's what, Yeah, there you go. Anyway, anyway, this week we are talking about something that is, I would say, inherently British feeling. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I wanted to get into that because these yeah. are the most British things we've watched so yeah. far. Oh, absolutely. Um, so we are going to talk about not stop motion animation, although it is a subsection of yes. stop motion animation. We're talking specifically about claymation. Yes. So, um, Spivsy, what is claymation? Uh, claymation is a portmanteau of the words clay and animation. Just choked my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a lot of respect for uh, especially after seeing um like the process and how it works yeah yeah yeah. like um i remember watching um some scenes be put together for Coraline Mm. and how just batshit insane it looks and how much effort goes into filming like a second of footage um Coraline when i first watched Coraline i didn't realize it was stop motion yeah i thought it was cg yeah, because these ones in particular that we've picked. Yeah, yeah. I would say because they are 80s, 90s. Um, I mean, The Wrong Trousers was 93, wasn't it? And oh, we should say Trapdoor what we, we was, haven't said what we're watching. Well, just giving it away now. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah we're doing um, Ardman Animations, uh, The Wrong Trousers, and Spivsy has picked British staple of childhood trauma, uh, Trapdoor. <laughs> yep. By um, um, brain, tr- brain something, brain box mills, I think. Yeah, um, and yeah, these 
on the on the quality end of the claymation spectrum might be judged to be a little bit mm. rough nowadays but um, full of character and full of just excellent storytelling and using clay- claymation as a really comic timepiece yeah yeah um so yeah, do you want to talk about Trapdoor first? Because we always we always tend to talk about the shorter episode first, don't we? Yeah, yeah, so. the, yeah. Trapdoor episodes have like range between like three to five minutes. Yeah, it was um they'd show them in bulk at like in the afternoons on CITV mm-hmm. when I was a kid, which is a uh, that's mainly the where I remember it from as a child. But as an adult, if you can call me one of those, um, no. the. the I got the Trapdoor Complete Collection on DVD with like years and years ago, so I've watched every episode now, which is a uh, it's a rare thing to be able to say about a British cartoon to have watched every episode because they were though like in the eighties and nineties they tended to release like eighty different episodes of a show and then just show show them in like five minute segments after school. Yeah, and also not release a lot of independent like just varying seasons were released physically so you wouldn't be able to get the even if you got a season you wouldn't necessarily get every episode that was aired yeah there's probably a lot of stuff from my childhood that i used to watch on citv and cbbc Mm. that just aren't available anywhere now Mm -hmm. like um do you remember astro farm yep that's probably not on dvd i'd be be surprised if it was there's been a few things that we've watched that aren't recently that aren't mm. available on DVD. Like, well, not even recently, but do you remember Zipbag? We couldn't find yeah. some of the episodes yeah. for. They, they lost 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 media from like yeah. 1996. That's insane. Yeah. Why wasn't anybody backing this shit up? Anyway, yeah. even um, taping it between VHSs. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably someone, some some weird geek who is yeah. probably. A cartoon historian who has like just everything taped off the television, and you, sir, are probably sitting on a gold mine of things that yeah. could be released. Um, You're a hero <laughs> to <yeah>. millions. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this show I've picked, uh, The Trapdoor, it's um, like I said, it was from Brainbox Mills, who uh, mm-hmm. they did like a couple of other things, which I was surprised to see that they'd done other things, but when I actually saw what it was, I thought. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely them. Like um uh is it called Stop It and Stop It and Tidy Up. Stop It and Tidy Up, yeah. Yeah. I saw that and thought, yeah, that's <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> That's them. Uh which is another great show. It is really good. Um The Trapdoor focuses on a big blue fella named Burke, who which is, is a derogatory term for someone. Is. <laughs> uh, a Berkshire hunt. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh it, we won't say the C word live because we're British and that's not okay. Um, yeah, I don't want my mom to hear. Yeah, but Burke's a really good character as well. And he's the most... I've made this character out of Play-Doh character. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think everybody who has played with Play-Doh has made a Burke, even by yeah. accident. Even if Yeah, even if you don't know who Burke is, you've made a Burke, yeah. believe me. Oh, the um, ice cream man's outside, if you can hear that. That is so. That is so. Toon hands. <laughs> We've not got a new theme tune. Spivsy's being visited by an ice cream man. I'm oh, enjoying it's so this. Loud. It's like it's half twenty ten to seven. Yeah, I know. In the evening, <laughs> who the fuck is having ice cream now? In September. Well, it is still. I would say it's been warm. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's autumn in three days. Yeah, it is. 
Uh, I'll, go. I'll just talk over the ice cream, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, got two friends with him, uh, who is a skull called Boney. Bony. Which the uh, the Wikipedia article, which I quite enjoy, says that it's an it's from an unexplained place. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, he's a, he's <laughs> a skull, skull of unknown origin. Yeah, <laughs> and a spider question mark. He's called... got six legs, although he is technically a spider. Yeah, it's sort of a spider. It's more yeah. like a lump of plasticine with some pipe cleaner sticking out of it. Yes, called Durf. Is that the name? Is it Dur or is it Drut? Drut. It's Drut. But he hardly ever uses his name, so no. I didn't even know he had yeah. a name. But with the trapdoor, uh, a lot of the dialogue, it's kind of hard to get what William yes. Rushton is actually saying. It's very thick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where would you say, because the, the accent is just... I mean, it's sort meant of... to be like Bristol Somerset, isn't it? Yeah. But there is there are a few accents later on mm. in some of the episodes that are definitely a bit more Yorkshire. Yes. A bit more Yorkshire. Yeah, Boney has got a bit of a Yorkshire twang to him. Yeah. Um, and, it, yeah, you get a full uh, tour of the UK in accents yeah. on Trapdoor. You do, yeah. With, um, it's, it's, there's like a weird juxtaposition between the setting of the show and the accents and the dialogue. <laughs> yes, it feels Transylvania. Yeah. But sounds Devonian, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it's is a, it's a, it's quite a peculiar show with the way it's, but it's very 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 British. Yes, with the humour and the setting, like it's. I suppose you could say it's a horror. It's more like a dark fantasy. Yeah, with it's monsters uh, and stuff. But then you've got episodes about Burke making a pie for his master. Yeah. Or like packing for a holiday. Yeah, or going fishing. I remember fishing. that one. Going fishing, putting up some shelves. Yeah. It's, they're very, very British things. Um, what's the premise of Trapdoor for anyone who doesn't know? Because I imagine every person who is... Um, well, most of our listeners are American. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it would probably... And they've probably never heard of the Trapdoor before. Because mm. um, it's kind of like Button Moon and stuff like that. It, yeah, I don't think yeah. it transferred very well. Yeah, um, yeah we've, there's quite a few shows like that we could have spoken mm-hmm. about. Because um, especially if we're doing stop motion. Yeah. Like the amount of British kids' cartoons that are stop motion is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, Especially from the 80s and the 90s. But um, Trapdoor is about like a blue little monster fella and his school friend who they I suppose they live in a castle but it's not a very castly looking castle it's more like a cave yeah and there's the thing upstairs who is Burke's master who we never see during the actual show no who is just the voice and he would like shout things down to Burke and Burke will have to do tasks for the voice Burke the feed upstairs. me yeah have you put up those shelves yet He's um, so I always thought as a kid that he was some sort of vampire. I thought he was a dragon, but yeah. I think I got I think because in my weird child brain, the trapdoor and the clangers were set in the same universe. Yeah, yeah. So I thought he was like a soup dragon. Fair enough. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> uh, so I always. Especially with the first episode where he sends that thing up um, in the lazy... No, it's not called a lazy Susan. What is it? A dumbwaiter. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. He sends it up in the dumbwaiter and he eats it. I always thought he was some sort of part vampire, part like slathering beast. Yeah, I think slathering beast is a good shout yeah. for it. Because there's a lot of those in this show. Mm. But you never see him upstairs. I don't think you do. No, he's like the claw from Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he is he is the, if there is such a thing, he's the antagonist, isn't he? Yeah, I suppose. He's more like a deuteragonist. Because yeah. he doesn't really do anything, but he's sort of a main character. He's like a presence. Yeah, yeah. He's the ticking clock, isn't he, almost? Yes. For most of the things. Like, he, Burke even needs to give him his food by a certain time, or he's yeah. be in time to do something else, or he's got to stay quiet because the master is sleeping, or something like that. He's um, He's Charlie from Charlie's Angels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, sending down missions to Burke. So I always thought as a kid that Burke was not a servant, mm. but a prisoner. And yeah, I can he get was that. like yeah. working off his indentured servitude because Boney is definitely, he has been down there a long time to the point that his yeah, body he... has disintegrated and he's just a <laughs> yeah, uh, head. School. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's quite a dark backstory for Boney. Yeah. Like he was yeah, a prisoner I... and he's died. Starved he lives, to death. He lives kind of like in a hole in the wall, doesn't he? He does, yeah. L- the... Like uh, John B. the Genie from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's um, who he is. Maybe. It's an odd <laughs> it's an odd mix, the show, isn't it? Because it's cardboard sets. Mm, yeah. Cardboard painted sets and claymation monsters. Yeah. Characters. They're it's, not even um, really monsters, are they? I was thinking about this while I was watching it. The only thing in the show that like moves that isn't clay is the trapdoor itself. Yes. Which does that mean something? Do you think that's like a a, a metaphor that the trapdoor is the only real thing? And... Do you rem- <laughs> do you remember the last episode where we said that people made ridiculous uh, Ed Ed yeah. Eddie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird, isn't it? Because like. This is so. I don't want to call it slice of life, mm. but trapdoor is just is. like it drops you in. There's yeah. no backstory. Um, it's just about Burke putting up some shelves. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's done. Like the fishing episode ends so abruptly. I get the feel. I think the slice of life feeling of it. It's like a very improv feeling as well. Mm. I think. They didn't have full scripts when Willie Rushton was doing the voices no, 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 for no. this. Because a lot of it not. is like him going like, oh, no, you've, you've left the trap door open. Now what are we going to do? No, yeah. no, the trap door. It's like, nobody wrote this. No. Like, you were just it's, going off the top of your head, Willie. It reminds me of, there's this thing about when Jack Kirby used to draw um, the comics uh for like the avengers and stuff like that yeah and jack used to say to stan lee like have you got any story for this one do you want me to do anything and he was like no 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 don't worry the story's not important we'll just fill it in later yeah and then he used to get the pages from jack kirby and then used to write a story around it yeah i've heard Um, this yeah and this is what trapdoor feels like it's like almost like they got the reverse almost that they got willie rushton to just yeah do stuff. <laughs> Just say something. Because he does every single voice. He does, yeah. That's and... a, that's a, a common theme through uh, yes. children's media from uh-huh. England, where it would just be one person who would be the voice of everything. 
He's very versatile, though. Yes. So, yeah. But Willie Rushton was a comedian, political satirist. Um, I think he was an author as well, but don't quote me on that. Um, but I remember seeing Willie Rushton on a lot of sort of like comedy-related news panels, mm. like the the equivalent of I, Have I Got News For You. We're going very British in this yeah, episode, yeah. by the way. Um, but... Yeah, I remember seeing Willie Rushton quite a lot. I do remember his gigantic beard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was quintessentially British. Yes. Um, like, Tweedy-type fellow. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was a part-time librarian, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, he looked like an ornithologist. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about him as a person, apart from the fact that he you know, was a satirist and a comedian. Mm. Um, but he did a lot of voice work. Yes, yeah. And I suppose, you know, comedians have always been drawn to... Yeah, I suppose it's because a lot of their career is based around them talking. Yeah. So it just makes their voices recognisable. Yeah. Do you know what? I, was, um, I noticed recently... Have you noticed that there are no impressionist TV shows anymore? Oh, what, you mean like Harry Enfield? Yeah, or like... Um... Rory Bremner... Yeah, like uh, what's it called? Uh, Dead Ringers. Yeah, there's nothing like that. They used to be on like all anymore. the time, or like the um, uh, John Coleshaw show, those sorts of things. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine it's because um, real life is so farcical nowadays. Yeah, you can't, it, yeah. You, like you can't actually make it funny. It yeah. just is depressing. <laughs> yeah, um, that's probably the reason. Yeah, <laughs> because like you know, in the UK we had Spitting Image. I don't know how well that travelled across the pond either across the pond across the Um, pond jesus christ (laughs) i I went full british there um but i don't know how well that traveled but spitting image was always like a bit of a farcical take yeah i mean uh, they did bring back spitting image on um what's it called Britbox. you know that service that absolutely nobody has because it's pointless yeah yeah Yeah, but i apparently shit (laughs) i'm not surprised because how can you how can you make um, British politicians, yeah, even more, um, you know, uh, what's yeah. the word I'm looking um, for? Farcical, pastiched. Yes, when they're cartoon characters anyway. Now, yeah, it's a bit pointless, isn't it? Um, Trapdoor, Trapdoor was always a thing for me as a kid that I enjoyed, but it was like a stepping stone onto the the more cartoons I wanted to watch. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, like Bar Bar. Yeah, it would be it would be like an in between interstitial kind mm-hmm. of show. It would be like you'd watch an episode of the Skeletons, the three skeletons yeah. in the in the house together, and yeah. then Trapdoor would be on, what, and what then it would be called? something like Pingo. What the hell were those skeletons called? I think they just called the skeletons, aren't they? Were they in a dark, dark town? Yeah, in a dark, dark house. Because there was a big skeleton, a little skeleton, and a dog skeleton. Yeah, yeah. Funny bones. Funny bones. Ah. That was a show. That was a show. <laughs> but that was that was that was very British as well. Oh yeah. There were a lot of these sort of like um European style cartoons that were used as sort of opening acts yeah. to a cartoon segment. And Trapdoor was one of those, Super Ted, Banana Man, mm. these sorts of shows were very Yeah not main event. Yeah, it's something that everybody knew. And mm. recognised, but I don't think many people would say, oh, I've got to get home to watch the new episode of Super Ted. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Whereas you might say, 
um, I want to get home because Transformers is on or Thundercats yeah. is on or Mask is on or something like that. Um, yeah. But it's a great... It is a great show. Like, it's really odd. Mm. It's it's weird to watch now because I think there's a lot of uh, cultural disconnect with the yes. kind of show that it is. Because it's not 1980s Britain anymore. No. Um, and it's not... It feels very... Upstairs, downstairs. Yeah, that's kind of what it is, isn't it? It is. It is kind of like that. It's like an upstairs, downstairs claymation set in Transylvania by, <laughs> by Devon. Um, <laughs> that was how they pitched it when, they, it's, when it's, they sold it to ITV. It's odd as well because it's the sort of show where you can you can watch the theme tune. The theme tune's great. Mm. The theme tune is absolutely great. Yeah, top tier. Um, I think I had a tape with the theme tune on. With like yeah. a load of other cartoon theme tunes. I wouldn't be surprised because it is like Darkwing Duck, Count Duckula, um Tailspin, mm, yeah. S tier uh, theme tune. It's so good. There is a bit of trivia for you about the theme song. Um it was written by Bob Heatley, who wrote Merry Christmas Everyone by Shaking Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh it's also um, one of those cartoons that has a great opening and a great ending soundtrack. Yeah, theme. Um, not not the same theme tune both times, which is great. <laughs> um, but the episodes Burke never learns. The episodes are drop in. Mm-hmm. Burke for some reason thinks it's okay to open the trap door in the dungeon because yep. they live in the dungeon where there is a trap door where there are monsters underneath. Yeah. He opens it like four times within the first four episodes just yeah. to get worms out. Yep. Or because he thinks that the planks of the trapdoor that he's been expressly told not to open yeah. would make good shelves. Yeah. Like, that's just stupid. <laughs> um, and some of the things that come out of the trapdoor are hideously malformed monsters. Yeah. Some are evil. Some are just like yeah, they just want to have a, friends. Yeah, they just want to go fishing. One yeah. of them was invisible. The, and also yep. inflatable for some reason. <laughs> One of them was a giant octopus, like ten, like almost like the Urug Jihad from Hellboy. <laughs> um, just like the the animation on the octopus is so good. It's very good, especially considering when it was from. Because it's nineteen eighty four, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Eighty three, eighty four, I think. Eighty three, eighty four. Um, it's just phenomenal levels of uh, animation. Yeah. That's another good one with the dialogue as well, where you can tell that he wasn't given a script because he's saying like one, two, three, four. Oh, I can't remember the rest. Twelve. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's a weird joke. Yeah, it's it's slightly <laughs> odd. Um, and he in the pilot when he is prepping his upstairs lunch. Yeah. Um, there's that bit where he tells the spider to bugger off about three times. Yeah. It's like it's almost like he's watching it and thinking, what would be good to say here. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't figure out how they did the mouth for the actual animation. They drew it on. Is, they, is it just drawn on? Yeah, it's that drawn is, on, wiped yeah. off, drawn on, wiped off. It's God, very clever. Taken a lot. Yep, it's I'm surprised very clever. they were able to keep the area around the mouth looking smooth. Yeah, I suppose um, they must have done it in a paint that was easy to wipe off with yeah. wet cloth or something like that. Um, it's a great show. It is. It is it is very of its time, but it is very of its time in a way that I think needs to be preserved. Yeah, it's a a rare 
thing of being of its time where there's nothing uh, problematic that happens in it. Yes, it's like the <laughs> best of Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um, you know, I, but I did watch all 40 episodes, so maybe there is like a trapdoor episode that gets really, really racist. And uh, if that's the case, we didn't we tell apologize. you to watch that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if there's... if. Burke ever does blackface at any point. Yeah, oh God, we are, we are not Jeez. endorsing that. Um, but yeah, it, he's such a weird character. He's just simultaneously totally unlikable because there's nothing yeah. remarkable about him, but totally lovable because he looks lovable. He does. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like when you see there's like four or five gifs of Burke yeah. on the internet. And in all of them, he's just like smiling and doing a little wave and it's, you know, giving a thumbs up and stuff. And he seems like a very amicable, amicable bloke. But he's but never... He's not really like that <laughs> in the show. <laughs> he's really grumpy. He's always complaining that he's put upon. He's really rude to those around him. Yeah. It's a wonder he's got any friends. I mean, but yeah. Boney doesn't really have much choice, does he? No, he just gets dragged along to do things. Like, he doesn't want to go fishing. No. Um, but Burke makes him go fishing. <laughs> it's um, it's a real time capsule of a show. It is, yeah, yeah. I can, I distinctly remember it, and I, I would say, if you spoke to, you might not have a need to, but if you spoke to any British person, yeah, over a certain uh, age. who is over yeah. thirty, they probably remember Trapdoor. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I. It's just it's synonymous with. It was like. It was on television all the time. Mm, it was, yeah. Um, Saturday morning, Sunday mornings, after school, sometimes before school as well. Yeah, I, I think that was the usual time I'd be watching it. Yeah. Would be like, um, and also on Saturdays, it would be during like those cartoon blocks they'd have. Yeah, like Fun Factory and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. SMTV. I, yeah. I remember watching it, watching Trapdoor on Fun Factory, and it was one of the first, it used to have Bar Bar. And mm. Trapdoor were the first two, and I can't remember how which way round they did it, but it was on like. Um, did you ever watch the DJ Cat Show? And, oh, I don't think so. Was that BBC? No, it was Sky. When no, Sky no, was no. called something different in the UK, um, I think it was called Premiere or something like that. Um, but yeah, so there was a block of cartoons um, hosted by a puppet cat who was supposed to be cool i had his autograph (laughs) oh wow (laughs) that would be worth something yeah i don't have it anymore unfortunately (laughs) um but yeah it was a starter it was the amuse-bouche of cartoons (laughs) (laughs) yep the The aperitif um it was it's good it's good it really really it was like a little bit of a time machine Mm, Um, yeah it was nice to go back and watch it again. Yeah. it's I, I am in awe of how clean the animation is for the time, especially because the sets, the cardboard sets are so good. Mm, yeah, they are. Yeah, They look great. It's such yeah. a colourful um, production. Like um, other uh, claymation-y stuff from the era, from like the early 80s, uh, the, from what I've seen, a lot of it was like, um, it would be like a lump of plasticine, then you'd watch it yeah. turn into something, and it would be a lot of like being squashed. Yeah, and that was a big thing for some reason. Like they did it a lot in that Mark Twain uh, claymation movie, where you mm-hmm. got where he sees the devil, and it's oh really yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like a hand coming in, like squashing something. You can see where they've pinched it. Yeah, 
and the um, Ardman Animation uh, Sledgehammer music video. Yep. They do that a lot in that one as well. So I yep, think it was do. like a thing to make it like, oh, it's plasticine. We can like be violent with the plasticine. Yeah. But Trapdoor actually made characters out of the plasticine and made them look how a child would make a plasticine character. Absolutely. And that's part. I think that's part of the joy of it. If you gave a child a lump of grey plasticine and asked them to make a spider, yeah. they would have made a spider like drop. Yeah. I think making the bony would take a bit more effort. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, you can see that he's been made, he's been shaped using like a pencil. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. end of a pencil, an eraser on a pencil. Um, yeah, it's just a really fun show. Like all the monsters are, I think, yeah, child designed. They look yeah. like what a child would think a monster was. You'd have like a yellowy looking alligator type thing or something like that. Or um, the hairy thing from Looney Tunes. What's it called? Gosma. Remember Gosma. Yeah. Um, but they look like that. Those sorts yeah. of designs. Um, it's a really good show. It's well worth a watch. The first five episodes are on YouTube in a block, mm-hmm. um, and that's where I watched them. Um, and they're they're so odd. It's just one of those sorts of things where I think you should watch it for the sake of watching it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite a good background show as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you so can... many episodes, and they're like four minutes long. Yeah, which is insane to me. You can <laughs> you can watch the whole forty episodes in like a few hours. It's um, uh, I looked it up. Three hours twenty minutes is the entire series. That's insane, isn't it? Yeah. I, but I don't think I think so. I think if I'd made an improvement, what I would have done is I would have had it one long story. Mm. Um, and have them in four-minute intervals. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because they stop so abruptly, it makes sense for it to just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> just do the whole thing. Animate like, the whole thing um, and then split it. Deleted trapdoor scenes of the rest of each episode. Each one was meant to be like 40 minutes long. And... <laughs> or some some person has edited it all together in a way that makes chronological sense. Oh, that'd be great. I hope somebody has. That'd be so funny. I hope funny. someone has. <laughs> Trapdoor, the Topher Grace cut. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do that with? He did that with uh, Star Wars. He made, yeah, he, he, he did. Re- edited uh, Phantom Menace. That's a weird thing for a celebrity to do, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Topher Grace, I watched Predators the other night. Is it any good? I seen um, so I watched it when it first came out because so we watched Prey recently, like I say recently, like a couple of months ago when it first came out, yeah. and then we watched Predator. Mm. Um, and I was kind of like, oh, this film's great, apart from all the slurs um, the, <laughs> yeah. and the homophobic slurs that Jesse Ventura tells. Um, and was I always know that I'm going to like Predator, but it holds up so well. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time I watched Predator, and I was very surprised at how good it was, because I thought yeah. it was going to be like a... You know, a schlocky action movie yeah. where uh, specifically yeah. a schlocky Arnold Schwarzenegger action yeah. movie yeah, like Commando. It's actually, it's actually good. <laughs> it's really great, um, and like you, you empathise with a lot of the characters and can see their reason for being there. But yeah. anyway, so watch Predators, and it is great up until Topher Grace starts to show who he is and mm. why he's there. Have you ever seen it? Nope, never seen it. No. I would watch it. I've only would seen Predator and Predator 2. You've not seen Prey yet? 
No, I haven't seen it yet. It's no. really good. No, I keep meaning to. I Project don't like think to sit wreck. down and watch a movie for some mm. reason. I always think, oh, two hours, I could be doing so many other things. And we then watched... I don't do anything for two hours. Um, my uh, Rachel's not well. My wife Rachel's not well at the moment, so she is. She's got like the flu, we think. Yeah. Um, but she was like, I can't do anything. So after dinner, I just want to sit here in front of the TV and veg out in front of a film because I think I'm going to sleep on the sofa tonight. And I was like, oh, all right, okay, fine. Um, and she said, I'd really want to watch the Batman again. And I was like, okay, that <laughs> film is fucking two and a two hours and forty minutes long. It's too long. It's too long. Um. Yeah, the films are not meant for school nights anymore. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would watch Prey. Prey is fantastic. Yeah, I'll go get to. I'm going and to I'm, was I'm fun. get around to. Predators was fun. It's um, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna tangent here because I want to tell you about it. Okay. Um, it's the reverse. Pre- a predator doesn't come to Earth. People are kidnapped from Earth and sent to a planet that's like a game reserve for oh, predators yeah, to hunt. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard um, this, yeah. And there's like a Yakuza guy and a guy from the... Um, a like mafioso. A, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> a woman from the Israeli Defence Force who's really good. Oh, so and, it's um, th- that TV show... Uh, World's deadliest, whatever it was called. Yeah, exactly, but with predators. <laughs> yeah, but with um, predators. And it's really fun up until the point where it's kind of like, mm, you were... it's 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 like a solid 8 out of 10 up until the point where yeah. it becomes a little bit of a 6 out of 10. Okay, can end. I, you... like, I'll give you a, um, a puncture for predators. Fine. They're not only kidnapping people from Earth, they're kidnapping people from different times. That would be great. So there's like a pirate there. There's a cowboy. Yeah. A knight. Yeah, like a, a black knight shows up. So slicing up predators with a with a broadsword. So you haven't seen Prey, but you know about it, right? And it's yeah, set, no, it's set, like yeah, in yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Ancient America, uncolonized America. Yeah. Um and I said to my wife once we finished watching it, they need to tell a film from a kidnapped predator's point of view like the predator comes down in like i don't know nazi germany yeah. and is oh, yeah, experimented uh, on and you see it from the the predator is the protagonist that would be great and especially yeah. if it's killing nazis yep exactly i'm all for anything where a monster goes around killing nazis exactly <laughs> because predator versus alien versus predator was so abysmally bad. Yes. Alien vs. Predator 2 is, without a doubt, the worst movie I have ever seen. I hate that movie with a passion. (laughs) I don't know what the worst film I've ever seen is. (laughs) Um, Oh, God. I couldn't even tell you. (laughs) Most films I will give a good college try um, and sit all the way through. Um, There's been a few... AVP Requiem is just... The worst thing, unbelievably bad, breaks mm. its own rules inside its own movie. I hate that. There's there's two carnal sins with films. One is being boring. Yep. You can do whatever you want. Be bad. I don't care. Um, don't bore me though. Like the room is not a boring film. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Um, and the second one is don't break the laws of physics and biology that you've already set up in your film yeah. and established. Because um, people will notice. Yeah. Prometheus does that. It does, yeah. Breaks the rules all the time. Um, it's poorly 
uh, put together. Raf- um, Star Trek Into Darkness does it as well, uh, really badly. Yeah, uh, well, is that the one where they take the Enterprise underwater? Uh, is that the one where they take I think the it might be. It is, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Um, spaceship, which is built to withstand the lack of atmosphere, yeah. is taken underwater, where mm. literally all of the atmosphere is. <laughs> but it's a super ship. <laughs> it's super shit. <laughs> it is super shit. It's the wor- It's one of that's one of the worst films I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> Trapdoor though, if they made a movie of that, it would be wow. four minutes long. <laughs> It'd be four minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it would. You could watch it on a school night. Oh yeah. Should we take a break? Oh yeah. no, actually, let's not. What are your final? What would My you give? Final verdict. Final verdict. Um, I would give Trapdoor six wooden panels out of seven. Six wooden panels out of seven. I'd probably give it, I think, five monstrous tentacles out of seven. Okay. <laughs> or six oh, out of eight, because we're Our tentacles. rating system is so easy to understand. It is, it is. Next week, we're going to measure We're going to measure success in dog breeds. <laughs> it's an Alsatian. I'd give it a cockapoo. There you go, see? Right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Ah, nearly done. That loft insulation will make our home more energy efficient, you know. You hold it and I'll ram it shut. It's cracking, Gromit. Most homes have poor loft insulation. Oh. So it's wise to prepare for winter by letting Empower insulate your loft from just £149. Saving you time, money and... sheep. And we're back! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll come straight back. Um, right, so we have been talking about claymation. Spivzy talked about uh, the trapdoor. Uh, which is very, very British. We're going to talk about something possibly even more British. But this one, people actually know what it is. This one, you'll know what it is. Um, and so, if you don't, what the hell are you doing? I mean, if it, seriously, if you don't know this, this is this is a film to watch. This is the Paddington of its time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It is, isn't it? It like, is, yeah. But Paddington 1 and 2 had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes for so long until mm. some jackweed went on there and just basically just was spiteful. The first three Wallace and Gromit films all still have 100% ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. And they deserve it. They are phenomenal films. Yes. Um, I'm talking about The Wrong Trousers. Um today i i think it's very questionable whether it's the best wallace and gromit cartoon it's certainly nick park's favorite and um oh who's the voice actor peter salas yes yes Yes. um it was his favorite um it won it was commercially successful it won an academy award in 1994 um it was popular all over the world mm-hmm. um it was followed by mm, three sequels yeah three sequels a close uh, shave yeah. matter of um, loaf and death matter of loaf and death and curse of the were rabbit yeah um it's got one of the best villains yes in cinema <laughs> yeah. two of the best Feathers villains Magruel. if you count wallace 
Yeah, because um, Wallace is a d bag in this. He is yeah. short. Um, to the point where I didn't like him when I watched this as a kid. <laughs> uh, this was the first one I watched. So, um, The Wrong Trousers uh, was released in 1991. It's stop motion animated, but it is claymation mm-hmm. um, by Ardman Animations. And Ardman Animations were a company that had been set up in the 70s and they rose to fame by doing Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer video. Yeah. Uh, which is probably still one of the best music videos of all time. It's really good. Yeah, it's on the um the DVD box set that I've got. As is it? Extra. Yeah, and I watched it. And it's it is so really good. good. It's very sexually charged. Yeah. But then the song <laughs> is very sexually charged. Um it's about um it's about an inventor who is a very Rube Goldberg type of inventor mm-hmm. uh, called <laughs> Wallace. No second name. I don't think He's got a second I don't name. Think they give him a second name. No, he that, does introduce th- himself as Wallace the Windows um, in a close <laughs> shave, but that's because he can't think of what to say. Um, and uh, the uh, the Rube Goldberg inventions that he builds, are, they they're just perfect for this style of animation. Yes, absolutely, they're so good. Um, there's a real sort of um, inventor mentality in, I suppose, because. I I kind of think that stop motion claymation animation animators is kind of because it's so physical because it's mm. so mechanical yeah it really does lend itself to putting machines into yeah. the animation and watching it makes you want to build something yes it does absolutely like I was watching wrong trousers I can't think it oh shit I want to build like a dollhouse or something or a model like a yeah. big working model yeah <laughs> Um, so Wallace lives in Wigan in West Wallaby Street, sixty-two <laughs> West Wallaby Street. The uh, so the only reason I know this is because you live s- there. <laughs> no, my son loves Wallace and Gromit at the moment. It's his mm. new obsession. Yeah, he quotes Wallace and Gromit, Gromit regularly. Oh, he keeps funny. patting me on the head and saying, "Good, uh, there's a good pooch to me and stuff like that," which is. Cute, but also very demeaning. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you are a good pooch. I am a good pooch. I'm a good, good toon hound. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Wallace is eccentric, uh, cheese loving inventor who is mm. very British, very Midlands. Um, who lives with his dog Gromit? Who, unsurprisingly, if you've ever watched a cartoon, is the real brains behind the organisation. Yeah. Um, Much like Brain from Inspector Gadget. Exactly. A very similar design as well. Yes. Um, Gromit is uh, well. It's a terrible name for a dog. <laughs> he uh, was. He had a different name. I can't remember. Was it Jerry? For the was it? With? It was, the, it was a different name and they got rid of it because they didn't go with the name Wallace. No. Um, I don't know what else I'd call him. He's very Gromit now. Yeah, um, yeah he's Gromit. Yeah. The uh, the series started, uh, it was written and directed by Nick Park with A Grand Day Out in 1989. I am amazed at how early that film was. Mm, I am as well, yeah. Because that film is still amazing as well. It's uh, really good, yeah. It's, uh, Wallace and Gromit on a bank holiday Monday run out of cheese and they go to the moon and meet a robot. Um, yeah. It's really—it's just as insane as it sounds. It's so great. Um, I love that they still reference the um, 
them going to the moon in like, well, wrong moon cheese. Yeah. Moon cheese sales go up. And he's there's got some... like he's got a, a picture of the rocket on his wall as well at one point. Yes, in the intro there's three rockets. You know, so in uh for everyone who doesn't know, in Britain there was a really weird um obsession and like really weird design um element in people's house artistic design element to put three ducks on a wall in in declining sizes so you'd start with the big one and then go down to the medium and then the small everyone had them like in their 80s they're awful they're fucking terrible (laughs) um but in wallace and gromit in the wrong trousers they have three rockets don't they in declining sizes yeah um loosely the plot is about a um villainous penguin who's masquerading as a chicken <laughs> called <laughs> Feathers McGraw who um, moves in with Wallace and Gromit because um, they decide to rent out their th- yep. uh, third bedroom because the bills are getting too high. Ain't that it's, the truth? Uh, yeah, it's um, not which has changed, has it? No, exactly. <laughs> um, and he forces Gromit out um, in order to steal the ex-NASA techno trousers that <laughs> Wallace has bought for Gromit's birthday. And they are... Um, he uses it to steal a diamond from the local museum. Mm-hmm. Um, Gromit finds out his plan and then they um, do a citizen's arrest and send Feathers McGraw back to the zoo. Yes. Um, it's, <laughs> and get a reward for it as well. And get a reward in 50p's by the looks of things. Um <laughs> It was universally loved. Um, I can't think of a single person who didn't have this, a physical copy of Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, we Um, had the VHS of it. A lot of it uh, taped off the BBC, I would have thought. It's very British. Yeah. I was surprised because I, I, you know, remember watching Wallace and Gromit as a kid. Mm-hmm. But watching it now, I was surprised at how nostalgic it was. Yeah, it like was, I didn't it, think it had resonated with me to, to that effect, but it really did. It's um, it reminds me of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Really yeah. reminds me of Christmas. It made me feel emotions. Yeah, like I felt like quite chipper and warm about things and then i opened the newspaper or listened to the news and yeah <laughs> i mean who reads a newspaper i picked up my phone and then <laughs> felt we had bad. Um, when i was a kid we had loads and loads of wallace and gromit merchandise yeah because my brother loved wallace and gromit and he's eight years older than me so when this mm-hmm. came out he was like nine years old yeah and we had like money boxes we had like wind up toys of gromit we had um and a like a clay kit to make your own Wallace and Gromit and Feathers McGraw, like little so figurines. Good. And I, I've, we've got a, um, what do they call them cameras? Disposable cameras. Yeah. We've got like a disposable camera photograph of all of the, the lot lined up. And my brother had drawn on paper a street where oh, he'd like wow. paused the episode to draw the outside of the houses so that you could have like a little scene. That's really clever. Yeah. <laughs> um... It's just, it's phenomenal. In, I can't remember how long it is. It's like half an hour or something. Yeah, it's not long. A budget of £650,000. It was so successful as well. Like, Mm. I think think this would have been what made them able to make everything else afterwards. Oh, God, like, you wouldn't have Chicken Run if this hadn't have been successful. Um, 
you wouldn't like Wallace and Gromit have had five films now. I mean, um, a Grand Day Out was um, like lauded as, and rightly so, for being a great technical achievement, but there wasn't much story there. Mm, yeah. This is very. I can't remember what this is based on. Is it based on the lavender? Uh, what's it called? Uh, it's about a film where a criminal moves in with a, uh, with a, with someone essentially. I can't remember what oh. it's based on. That's not the room uh, upstairs, is it? What is it based on? Oh, I'm such an idiot. I cannot remember. I'll, it'll come to me. It'll come yeah. to me later on. Um, there are so many great elements in this film. We haven't even talked about oh, the yeah. um, the jam machine yep. that um, Wallace has a <laughs> device that open, lifts the bed up to put him through a hatch yeah, where he, it's, his trousers it's the, are suspended. The quintessential Rube Goldberg machine in animation. And it's done a couple of times in other... It's done in a, um, a close shave as well with the porridge yeah. machine, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it times him getting dressed just as the toaster pops, as the jam flies through the air to hit the toast. <laughs> um, it's also got, in my opinion, one of the top three... Top four, maybe, chase scenes in cinema. Yep, definitely. Um, yeah. I would the, say... The use of motion in the chase yeah, scene at the end so is good. incredible. It's... Um, they're... Uh, Wallace and Gromit have a train that goes through the house to de- to deliver things, essentially. Um, <laughs> the 905. Don't know how it happens. The 905. <laughs> um, and after Feathers McGraw is found out to be a chi- uh, penguin and not a chicken, he, he wears a rubber glove on his hat. A rubber glove that weirdly only has three thing- fingers on it. Yeah. Even well, though everyone it's... has five fingers. It's for a penguin. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that don't have fingers, but yeah, sure. Um he uses the train to get away and Wallace and Gromit, well, Gromit mainly, is on the train on a parallel set of tracks that he is building as he is chasing. It's so clever. It's really good. Um, oh, when Feathers McGraw got a gun out, I laughed so yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> He pulls a gun because um, Gromit's waiting for him with the frying, uh, with the rolling pin, isn't it? Yeah. And then Feathers McGraw pulls a gun. Um but there are so many set pieces in the film that are so clever. The breakfast, mm. um, the when they're decorating um, Gromit's new room because Wallace gives his yeah. dog's room to the new lodger. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and the um, the outside when uh, Feathers McGraw is casing the joint. It's so clever. And he does that stuff with the, with the tape, tape measure. measure. I wanted that tape measure. The best bit about that scene as well is that what, uh, Gromit is hiding in a box <laughs> and he cuts out eye holes yeah. and the outside of the box, he's cut out the dog's eyes <laughs> yeah. on the outside of the box. It's so clever. Because he's um, in a Metabix box. Yes. Um, it, it'd be wrong not to talk about as well how Hitchcockian the soundtrack is. It's mm. not a kid's soundtrack. It is very... It feels something like Out of the Birds. Yeah, yeah. Or like even a film noir like Double Indemnity or something like that. Yeah, especially when uh, Feathers is being sneaky. Yes. Um, And then part of the... He uses the... Feathers uses the the techno trousers 
to steal the diamond, but what we haven't said is that Wallace is inside the di- uh, the trousers <laughs> yeah. at the time. I don't know why he needs Wallace to be inside the trousers. I don't, I don't either. Well, he's got to put the thing on his head. Oh, yes, the yeah. crash helmet <laughs> with the claw on it. Yeah. Um, it's but, such oh, a clever when, film. When Wallace is in the techno trousers and they're breaking into the museum, the sound design is just perfect. Yes. When he's like on the uh, metal great thing, the vent, yep. and he goes, ka-dum, ka-dum, ka-dum. Yep. It's good stuff. It's really clever. It's such a clever film. Um, I think possibly one of those films that transcends the fact that it's animated. Mm, Um, Like things like Beauty and the Beast and um, some Ghibli stuff like um, Princess Mononoke and Spirited Away and stuff like that. Um, They don't... It always sounds snobby and I hate it when other people say it. But sometimes when you're watching an animated movie, you you get lost in the fact that it's animated. Yeah, it's more about the experience of watching something animated. With Wallace and Gromit, with especially with this one and a close shave, you some you almost forget that it's animated mm. because it's such a good story. Yeah, yeah, it is. A, it's a very very good story. It's yeah. um yeah. Some do you know what I mean? Sometimes the story is lost because the animation is more important yeah, sometimes, sometimes. You can, yeah you can get like lost into the spectacle of animation mm-hmm. like um like finding nemo for example yes yeah the story really is good animation irrelevant. but the story is weak yes um yeah yes good point and even i wouldn't say toy stories um but there were a few like that, especially DreamWorks films like yeah. um what's the dinosaur ones called that they made a hundred of them Oh, Land Before Time. Yeah. That was, um, the first one was Bluth. Yeah, it was, yeah. wasn't it? And but, then, I don't know who made the other ones. But the animation was so, at Amblin, the time, maybe. Amblin, that's it. Um, but the animation was so, I wouldn't say groundbreaking, but so immersive at the time. Yeah. It didn't really yeah. matter what the stories were. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love this. The sequel, mm. A Close Shave is possibly even better. Yeah. I watched it straight afterwards and there are a few bits where um Gromit is in the sidecar that turns into a plane. <laughs> yeah. Um and you've got the terminator bit at the end. Yeah. That are just so good. Probably Such... I think a close shave is probably their like lasting legacy. Yes. Because of everything to do with Sean the Sheep now. Yep. And Close Shave was the one they did before Chicken Run, which is still Ardman Animation's yeah. biggest hit, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Um, which is a great film as well. Yeah, I really like Chicken Run. Yeah. Um, I remember going really to the to see that. Um, but they're making another Wallace and Gromit. Uh, yes, they are. For Netflix also make, next year. They're making a game as well, aren't they? They're also making, I found out today, a Chicken Run sequel. Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to get Mel Gibson back. N- um, I'd hope not. No. To be honest, I don't know how that man gets work. I don't either. What a um, weird guy. Uh, well, I know how he gets work because he's white. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, white people can do things and get away with them that black people or, you know, people of colour can't. Yep. Um, Did you uh, think about Ezra Miller earlier? No, what's happening? It was, it was like a variety article about saying like Ezra Miller was the uh, toast of the town when, he was a t- when they were a teenager, but now they seem to have gone down a dark road at the same day that they uploaded an article about Will Smith saying he's like 
blacklisted in Hollywood. It was top of the world until the slap and all this. And think, so Ezra Miller can like kidnap people, rob beat house. people up, rob houses, claim to be the Messiah. Oh, it's you know, it's just a phase. Yeah. But Will Smith slapped somebody and blacklisted and he's never going to get work again. That's it's... it. It's um <laughs> it's the you knocked it on the head there. It's if a if a white male does something wrong it's just a phase. If a black male or anyone who more accurately anyone who isn't a white male does anything wrong yeah. it's sus- it's confirming our suspicions. Yeah. Quote unquote. It's really dumb. It's I mean because I I you know I don't endorse the the slap at all. I think it was really silly, but it was a heat yeah. of the moment thing. But that guy should not be lambasted. That guy was, you know, Hollywood sweetheart. Yeah, almost like he was such a touted as such a nice guy, and that doesn't change overnight. Ezra yeah. Miller has and, always I mean, been problematic. I mean, it's not like he slapped him for something stupid. He yeah. was insulting his wife. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, the Wrong Trousers was voted as, as the 18th best British television production by Only the British 18? Film. Yeah, I don't know Don't know what the other ones are, but um, hold on. I'll, I'll bring that up. Um, and yeah, the, film has, the film has an approval rating of 100% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 26 reviews and an average score of 9.1 out of 10, which I think is quite low, actually. Yeah. Um, but it's the only um, trilogy in world history to ever have perfect scores on Rotten Tomatoes for each of its parts. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing, isn't it? And it won uh, an Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film. Uh they they won Academy Awards for Close Shave as well. So mm. this is the last, um, I would say, the last rough cut Ardman Animations production. You yeah, can, you can see yeah. the fingerprints on the models. I quite like that. Though. I do. I, it's I like the like dirty lens effect. Yeah, I it's do. See, it's it feels like it's been made in somebody's shed. Mm-hmm. And I quite like that aesthetic of it. It reminds yeah. me of like really old MTV music videos. I've got you know, the list. Like, like um, uh, the Green Jelly, Three Little Pigs yeah, video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's rough, but it's a nice rough. It's yeah, yeah. It's cozy. Yeah. It's a cozy roughness. Okay, I've got this list of British top one hundred. We'll do the top twenty because the wrong trousers will sit in there. Yeah. So we're doing backwards. 20, The Singing Detective. Never seen it. Nope. 19, The World at War. Never seen it. 18, The Wrong Trousers. Yay. 17, <laughs> Absolutely Fabulous. Yeah, the the show, just the yeah. TV show. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right, I suppose. I wouldn't put it above Wrong Trousers, though. No, no, no. 16, Blackadder Goes Forth. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, that's deserved. 15, Edge of Darkness. I don't think I've seen it. No, me neither. 14, Morecambe and Wise. Yeah. yeah, it's badly yeah. dated now. 13, Dad's Army. Yeah, it's okay. 12, I, Claudius. Don't know it. Uh, 11, Abigail's Party. Never heard of that at all. No, never. No. 10, Brideshead Revisited. I've heard of it, but never seen it. 9, Yes Minister and then Yes Prime Minister. Oh, that's not fair, is it? To give them both of them for into, into slot 9. No, I know. And 8, The Parkinson Show. Oh, is that uh, Michael Parkinson? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Seven, Boys from the Black Stuff. Don't know that. 
Six Blue Peter. Yeah. Five Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah, that's deserved. Yeah. Fourth, The Naked Civil Servant. I've never heard of that the at all. The hell is that? I have no idea. <laughs> Three, Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Two, Kathy Come Home. What's that? I've no idea. <laughs> one, 40 Towers. Oh, no. Don't give 40 Towers number one. That's I know. Just, it's performative. It's it's funny in parts, but don't give it number one no, ever. No, Um yeah, that's yeah. a stupid list. It is a stupid list. Yeah. <laughs> What's at 100? Pride and Prejudice. I oh, mean, be more one? specific. Be more specific, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Teletubbies is at 97. Oh, shit. That's anyway. ridiculous. Um, yeah, there are... I would say... in 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 I, I, We'll do another list. My top four film chases are... Uh, the Climax of Ronin. Right. Uh, the Steve McQueen chase in Bullet. <laughs> yep. The Wrong Trousers uh, railway scene. Yep. Um, and the Born Identity chase in the mini in the first Born Identity film. Oh, that's good. It's that's really a good. good. One. Yeah. <laughs> um, those. I but that's how highly I place that train sequence. It is phenomenal. Mm. There, there are some really good. So it comes to a head, doesn't it? Where they're alongside each other they're neck and neck and the wrong trousers step over the tracks and mm-hmm. feathers mccraw hits the wrong trousers and he keeps going in the air in the yeah. kitchen <laughs> and gromit is still laying the track while he's watching where feather mccraw feathers mccraw is going to land and they hit the side of the kitchen cabinets and <laughs> A, bot- a milk bottle lands in Gromit's hands and then Feathers McGraw gets trapped inside the milk bottle. It is so clever. It's it a really is... good sound design as well yeah, on this it... one. Because every time you see Feathers McGraw in the air, there's like the sound of wind rushing. Yes, it's really clever. Oh, their Re- house is enormous. Yeah, that <laughs> kitchen is like... Do you know what it reminded me of in um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit where he does the ring of fire run around yeah. the kitchen where the kitchen is like <laughs> four times as large as it was when it's shot sideways. Um, it's so clever. It's so well designed, so well written, so well directed. Um when animation does something like that, where it does like those fast cuts to mm. promote this sort of like edginess, the soundtrack, it just it transcends animation. It's it such does. a yeah. great film. Um, it's half hour long. That's the only bad thing about it. But there is an element of it's a perfect half hour. Yeah, there's nothing missed out. Yeah, there's every every bit of fat is trimmed. There mm-hmm. are some really really clever jokes as well that you might that someone might miss, like when um, Gromit has been kept up all night by Feathers McGraw in an attempt to drive him out. Um, he is reading Pluto's Republic at the table, <laughs> which I think is really clever. Um, <laughs> and then when he has left, but he knows that. He suspects that Feathers McGraw is a criminal because he sees mm. his wanted poster. He's watching him and he's reading a paper in the cafe and the headline is Dog Reads Newspaper. <laughs> yeah. um, and it really yeah. made me laugh. Um, uh, something like- I noticed or quite liked was when the, the multiple times people are reading newspapers, the sports section is in the right place on the yeah. uh, on the back cover. <laughs> That's very British. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you notice in the um, museum 
that all the exhibits are either penguin-related, Wallace-shaped or grommet-shaped. Yes, they did, Because they're using their other models. (laughs) Um, But that's really clever as well. The heist in the... When he uses Wallace, the unconscious Wallace and the wrong trousers to steal the diamond (laughs) is so clever. And he's got all the beads of sweat pouring off him while he's trying to do the the claw machine. Yeah. It's it's just so good. It's so good. It's like even talking about it puts a bit of a smile on my face <laughs> yeah. because it's so clever. It's it's just a really, really great production. Um, and a close shave. We're going to talk about Claymation again at some point, but we'll talk mm. about a close shave, which is um, just really good. And also a little bit longer and a little bit more of a feature. Mm, I watched yeah. um, Were Rabbit for like only the second time the other day yeah. and I'm surprised at how good that still is. Oh, yeah, I like that movie. Yeah. Um I've never seen a matter of loaf and death. I have. Yeah, I'm but sure. But it's forgettable, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's That's um, the general consensus is yeah. like there's it went a bit viral for a while because somebody mm. misheard a line and thought that Wallace was saying something really inappropriate to a woman. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's uh, it's lasting legacy at the moment, I think. Right, okay. It's still good though. Yeah. I um the Where Rabbit and Matter of Loaf and Death are very much stop motion rather than claymation though, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. Um and that is a bit of a shame, uh, in my eyes. It doesn't like the story is great, but it feels more like um what's the one they did with the uh sewers? Oh, flushed away. Flushed away. It feels mm. more flushed away than Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Which I think is a bit of a shame, even though the story of Where Rabbit was really good and Helena Bonham Carter and um Yeah. Ray Fiennes are so good in it. <laughs> um What are the other things did Ardman do? They uh, did that um the animal one. Oh, Creature Comforts. Creature Comforts, yeah. Yeah. Which was Again, very British. It was yes. like yeah. animals being interviewed at the zoo um, in a sort of slice of life way. Um, what else did they do? They did um, they did the pirates thing, didn't they? Oh yeah, an adventure with pirates. Yeah, scientists in an adventure with pirates. Yes, which I think was released in America as just pirates because I suppose they thought, well, nobody's not going to know what a scientist is, right? Yeah. Uh, and oh they did oh did they do um Arthur Christmas? Yes they did. Else? Yes they did. Yeah. Um and they did a Shaun the Sheep movie as well. Yeah they did, yeah. Oh yeah, they're still Shaun the Sheep, yeah. Uh yeah, I think that was probably it, wasn't it? Yeah. Did they do any of the stuff with Morph? I don't think so. That was um uh Hart. Yeah, Tony Hart. Tony Hart, yeah. That was him, wasn't it? Yeah, I just wondered whether or not they had any hand in it. Just because, like, for a while, they were like the... If you wanted someone to do anything claymation, mm. you went to Ardman, didn't you? Yeah. Did um, they do purple and brown? They did, and they also did... Didn't they do the um, Olympics mascots? Oh, the weird ones. Wendell yes, and whatever Wendell it's called. And... Oslo or something. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was very strange. Very, very yeah. strange. Um, Sprocket or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. They were weird looking though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they were like, if you haven't seen a Wallace and Gromit in general, I think you should start with um, Wrong Trousers anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't think Grand Day Out holds enough 
attention. Grand, yeah, Grand Day Outfield is like a test. Yes, absolutely. Um, wrong trousers feels more realised. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else would you have talked about if you hadn't talked about these? Oh, God, I don't know. You probably um, would have picked Wallace and Gromit if I hadn't picked one. Yeah, I think so, because that's like the most claymation-y one. If we were doing stop motion, there's a few other options. But yeah. If like we're going it's... like full claymation. Yeah, we talked about Nightmare Before Christmas, and we talked yeah. about... Because um, we were talking with our friend Aaron about it the other day, and Jason, um, and we were talking about how there were, there is a drastic difference between claymation and stop motion, even though mm. they use a lot of the same techniques. Yeah. And lots of things like Coraline and Frankenweenie and... Nightmare Before Christmas feel very stop motion, but they don't feel very claymation. Yes, um, yeah, it's um, it's the smoothness of the character design. Yeah, it I think. really is. If you can't see yeah. a fingerprint, I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I think. Um, did you ever play Clay Fighters? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. It's rubbish game, but yeah. the aesthetics of that game are really great. Yeah, it was, it was a cool game. Yeah. There's um, I'm sure there's like a, a Yoshi game which has got clay in it. The Yoshi's story, which is like clay stuff, might be. That was um, was that like or Yoshi's Island, like the not Yoshi's Island, the other the one that they made on the um, on N64, which was like Yoshi's Island, but not. Oh, I know the one you mean. Yes, yeah, because yeah. um, Yoshi's Island was the Super Mario Two, yes. Super Mario World Two, and that's yeah. more like collagey, isn't it? Yeah. I can't think of anything else. Like um, Rudolph. Rudolph was um, claymation, oh, the, wasn't it? Yeah, the um, the Christmas one. I know yeah. the one you mean. Yeah, I can't remember who made it. Was it no, it's not Ranking Bass, was it? Don't know. I don't think it mm. was. Um, I can't really think of anything else. Raiders, Any other... Raiders of Lost Ark, where the uh, <laughs> face guy's face gets melted as he um, yeah opens the Ark of the Covenant. Um, oh, Morph. Um, uh, Jan Svankmeyer's uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, yes. That is a creepy, creepy, is creepy. creepy. Um, the only other thing I can think of is, um, what did I just say? Morph. Yeah, Morph, yeah. Uh, which is a, another very British thing. It's like a, a, he's made out of modelling clay. Gumby. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we talked, we did talk about... Um, What's the show that I couldn't remember and Aaron gave me the name of? Um, oh, sure, I don't know. The Cartoon Network one. Oh, uh, Gumball. Gumball. Yeah. Where there's like, it's mixed media, which yeah. is re- also really clever. Um, but that wasn't, you know, I don't think we could have used that when only part of it was used. Yeah, that's cheating. Um, <laughs> yeah. Save that for mixed media. Yeah. It's, um, it's a really underutilised method and because it's so time sensitive mm, yeah um, yeah have you time... ever tried doing a stop motion or claymation stuff? no have you i yeah i did as a kid i do it like it's one of those things where i've got like go through a phase every like five years mm-hmm. where i think oh yeah i could make something but then it usually just ends up me being you know doing a transformer transforming or something yeah but those are great too like you see some yeah. of the stuff on like that people post on Reddit of people doing those sorts of animations. And it's just yeah. like, it just looks so good. Yeah. It, um, when you get it to look good, it's really good. Yeah. I mean, I think I've said, I've told this story on the show before, but it doesn't matter. When I was a kid, I tried to do like a stop motion video with my mm-hmm. toys. 
and I kind of didn't understand the concept of sound mm-hmm. apparently like while making it where i was doing the pausing the camera and unpausing and moving it and pausing it and moving it and all that while doing the dialogue ah. to the to the characters so, <laughs> yeah so, so when i put it back on that it was just like up it didn't work <laughs> i don't really know what i was thinking well you it know, was a great you were little, a kid yeah, I mean, it was great though. I mean, for like a ten-year-old, it came yeah. out really good. It was um, uh, I had a water toy from the Beano, right? And he was like the main character, and I had a ferret toy, and it was the ferret chasing after Walter, right, and eating him, and then spitting up a skeleton toy. Wholesome, wholesome. When you're like ten years old. That's like a story. That's a proper thing. Thank God your parents didn't find you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought of another thing. Robot chicken. Robot chicken. Yeah, absolutely. First series of that is almost in like large parts of it are entirely claymation, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. California raisins. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's probably <laughs> it, right? Well, I, that's I really so, yeah. that's really arrogant to say. Um, I mean, there's probably a lot more, yeah. Yeah, like because I suppose if you want to be technical, stuff like the Ray Harryhausen stuff for mm. like, um, oh my god, what's the King film Kong? Called? King Kong, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Valley of the Granger. Yeah, that's uh, a great movie. Yeah, well, that's it. That's all we can. That's all we can yeah, think. That's of. all of them. It's all of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Primal Rage, the other fighting game that was claymation. Oh god, the hours spent trying to get that gorilla to piss on a dinosaur. Yep, yep. Because they had they had fatalities, didn't they? <laughs> they did. Yeah, but they were so Which impossible were to impossible do. Impossible to do, especially if you didn't have a six button controller. Man, if you were if you knew how to do those and you wrote yeah. them down at school, you were a god. You were, yeah. But there is, you know, there's a difference between writing them down and actually getting them to actually work. Yeah, yeah. Because almost all of those moves were those ones where you had to press up. But not have the character jump. Yeah, you had to do it quick enough. Or yeah. like the only one it worked with was when uh, you had to do scorpions in Mortal Kombat, and you could hold block to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably it. That's all I can think of in terms of. It's just such a nice, pleasant. Yeah, I, I don't a, know. It's a good medium. It's uh, it's cosy. I wonder <clears throat> if we'd feel different if we weren't British. Maybe. I mean, I suppose there is sort of like a cultural element to it mm. but i don't think there's anything in wallace and gromit where you'd be like well that doesn't make any sense yeah or go oh that was a bit weird so it's maybe his obsession with wensleydale but yeah <laughs> yeah they live in wigan it's, yeah. it's not something i i mean you you would be hard pressed to find two british people who were you know less patriotic than spivsey and i um, <laughs> yeah. like or i if i could swap nationalities in an instant i would yeah yeah um i mean i've got no uh connection to a place just because it happens to be where i fell out no no it's you know well also most of the union jack flags i see are attached to a racist's calf yeah. um yeah. along with a bulldog tattoo and maybe a skinhead so yeah. um yeah, it, it holds no affection over me. Um, People who look like the dog from Close Shave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So, um, do do we want to do we want to talk about our new? We've got some new themes we've got coming up. Oh Would yeah. This be a good. Oh wait, no. 
I will give the I will give um, the wrong trousers a uh, seventeen frames out of seventeen. <laughs> Is that per second? Yeah, seventeen <laughs> frames of animation per second out of seventeen frames of animation per second. What would you give wrong trousers? Um, I would give wrong trousers um, eight lug nuts out of ten. <laughs> Eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah, but it's a lug nut, so oh, it's okay, a, right, it's sorry. it's different to a number. Fine. It's actually more than a ten out of ten. Right. Okay. <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense. But um, I uh, genuinely, I do think it's one of those things that is more or less perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. like Paddington and Paddington Two. Those films are, those films are perfect films. They um, are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think not so much the. Um, overbearing monarchism that's come out oh, of them God. for some reason because he did a thing with the queen for some yeah. reason isn't that weird though that it's... the queen was around for 96 years and the only... Paddington. yeah the only personality things people could get from it was that she likes horses yeah and she was she met paddington for three minutes she also met james bond yeah she did could even keep mm. talking about that as well yeah it's weird though isn't it, it like, is 96 years and that that is her lasting impression uh, corgis, as a person corgis yeah. horses hunting paddington and james bond yep and now Weird. you appreciate why we hate being british <laughs> and there's so many fucking dickwits like yep. fawning over a person they never knew um yeah i mean i i i hate john lennon and i know you do too because mm-hmm. i think he's I think his his contribution to music is drastically overrated, and yeah. he beat his wife senseless. Yeah. Um. So he's a scumbag. Uh. But I feel I understand people's um emotions over him dying yeah, more yeah. than I do about the Queen. Someone yeah. tried to tell me at work today. Um. You can't feel bad about the Queen. Five point one billion people watched it, and I was like, no, 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 no. They never. Five point one billion people did not watch the Queen's funeral. That would be almost the entirety of the planet Earth. Yeah, I don't think five point one billion people have a television. No, they don't. No, that's that's an insane thing to say. Yeah, it's five point one billion. Is how much the crown's worth. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, Do you know what's a better version of uh, John Lennon? If you want a bit of John Lennon, the um. Scrawl who disguises himself as John Lennon and joins MI13 in the Captain Britain series. <laughs> yes, much better. Let far less wife beating as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Spivsy and I are going to uh, reveal out. So we've come to the end of our two months. That's that's ridiculous, yep. isn't it? Yeah. Of pr- planned programming. Um, <laughs> so we're going to do another four week block on the fourth of October. Um, we're going to record. It won't be fourth October for you. It, you know, I'm just going to tell you the the themes. Yeah. Next episode, we're going to do Batman the Animated Series, um, because we missed both Batman Day and the 30th anniversary of Batman the Animated Series. So we're going to make up for that. Yeah. Um, it's it's a cartoon we both absolutely adore, and is is very important. Um, then we're doing a Halloween themed episode to be released on Halloween. Uh, then we're doing a potentially. We're doing a kids episode, so we're doing a kids programming that yeah. we can either abide or absolutely despise <laughs> and want you to suffer. Like specifically, like preschool age, and uh, yeah, preschool age. And Sean Boston Sean Dupree 
is hopefully going to guest star on that episode because we haven't yeah, asked him yet. We're going to try and grab him. Uh, we haven't asked him yet, <laughs> but we want him to be on that. Um, and then we're going to do a ranking bass episode at the end of November. For, um, we're going to have Sam and an AN other who you don't mm-hmm. know who will be a surprise for you. Uh, but we're going to talk about all the ranking bass productions. Um, yeah. You but at the moment, these are like tentative. Yeah, we're going to make... It's stuff we're hoping for, yeah. Yeah, and then we're going to do a Christmas-themed episode when it comes to Christmas, because that won't yep. be... That's only six episodes away. I know, That's insane. terrifying. Um, <laughs> and we haven't mentioned it at all, but we're going to try and get Poppy back for an episode before the end of the year, because we miss her, and uh, she's a big part of the show. So yep. we're going to do that too. Um, did we get any emails? We bloody did and all. How many do we get? We got five. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll I strap myself in. Uh, I've just got to find them. Do you know what's really annoying about Skype? Yeah, we're using Skype. Deal yeah. with it. Because, it- uh, V, before you say anything, because Discord wasn't working and it was making us sound like robots. Yeah. But the thing is, the box stays on screen yes, all the time. I know. It's really irritating. Go away. Especially when you're trying to <laughs> check your audacity settings or something like yeah, that and you can't do it. I'm trying to it. read an email and there's a picture in the middle of the screen. <sighs> <coughs> okay. We've got some emails here. Uh, the subject line from this one is, funny subject. Haha, <laughs> gosh, you sure are laughing. Like how funny I am. Honk, honk. <laughs> um, it's from V. If you could, if you could. <laughs> Speak her name and she shall appear. <laughs> Um, I think she's done this on purpose to try to get me sure. to say certain things. Oh, okay. Hello, Toon Hounds. <laughs> it's me, V. Why is my voice gone? <coughs> it's me, consumption. V. I have. Your local furry once again inside your email <laughs> show. How was your two weeks? Ooh, that's really interesting, Oompfies. God's sake. She's doing this on purpose. Yes. I sure do love Wallace and Gromit. That little clay man with a Yorkshire accent, but he lives in Lancashire. Mm-hmm. I really like the wrong trousers. Feathers McGraw is a wonderful villain. He is. I kind of wish I owned a Feathers McGraw, but in a bottle as an ornament. Like those Tom and Jerry Toms who are funny shapes someone in Japan makes. Yeah. That would be great. That would be great. You could probably make one. You could. You could paint a milk bottle. Or yeah. you could paint a, You could put a paper insert inside the milk bottle to be his body and then have yeah. a clay head at the top. But the thing is, where the hell are you going to get a milk bottle from? Oh, that's true. Yeah. We're in a different life now. Oh, he wouldn't God. have been able to catch Feathers McGraw in a milk carton. That's true. Yeah. Is, it, is that you surmising or is that V? No, that's me surmising. Okay. Yeah. That's really <laughs> true. You, we might have had to catch him in a jar, like an empty yeah, jam yeah. jar or something like that. <laughs> uh, she says, when I watched a close shave as a kid, Preston the robot loses his dog suit and he's just a robot who's mm-hmm. dog-shaped and it really scared me. Yeah, it scared my son for a little while. He's oh. four, um, and I had to. The second time he watched it, I had to watch it with him and oh. uh, <laughs> tell him that it was just a cartoon. And yeah, yeah, he's you, scared you of did... Knuckles as well from Paddington too. Um, oh, that's funny. Brendan Gleeson is quite a scary guy, though. Yeah, well, I think he's quite friendly though, yeah. isn't he? He is, and he's he's Paddington's friend. You don't need yeah. to be scared of him. Yeah, he was a, a bad guy in the Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah, but he was also a good guy <laughs> in in Bruges. He was. Oh, no, yes. he wasn't. He was an assassin. <laughs> yeah, he was the. He was wasn't he like the main bad guy? Yeah, but bad guy, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, "I also really like how wonky Wallace looks in a grand day out." Yes, it really does. It's rough as hell. Yeah, 
<laughs> Did you know that the robot in that one is called Cooker because no, they're a cooker? <laughs> I didn't know that. I I didn't. I was. Who was I talking to about the fact that the robot doesn't have a name? Can't remember. Probably my son. Um, I like the robot. I think it's really heartbreakingly sad that he tries to get back to Earth and he's stuck on the moon. Yeah, they should go back for him. Yeah, but they won't because Wallace doesn't care about anyone but himself. Oh, you bastard, Wallace. Yeah. Um, wee you, wee you. Uh oh, that's the V fact alarm sounding. <laughs> Better get to facting, hounds. Disclaimer: V facts are merely facts from V. They may or may not be about V. If your V fact lasts longer than four hours, consult a doctor. Terms and conditions apply. Right. <laughs> Wallace was originally a postman named Jerry, but Nick Park felt the name did not fit with Gromit. See, I got that mixed up earlier. You did. Yeah. So now we know. Now you know. In 2009, Nick Park said Wallace was born on August 7th, 1959. So Wallace is currently 63 years old. Oh. oh. Wow, he looked rough in the 90s. Yeah. He was only 43. Jeez. Yeah, I think he's only recently lost his hair because in Curse of the Were-Rabbit, they show him with hair when oh, he yeah, first do, gets yeah. grommet. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got that big moustache as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. In 2005, a fire broke out in Ardman's storage facility, destroying props from the original three Wallace and Gromit short films, alongside props from other Ardman productions prior to 2005. I remember this happening. Yeah, I do. It was really, really sad. Yeah, because they lost almost all of Chicken Run. Yep. Very few of Wallace's puppets from the original three shorts survive to this day. That is sad as well, because what it forced them to do is it forced them to go more stop animation than claymation. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many other productions, Wallace and Gromit productions, we potentially missed out on. Yeah, Um, I do as well. Yeah, I suppose it it makes more sense in terms of uh, keeping them, though. Yeah. Because clay, like, hardens. It does. Yeah. Ooh, that sure was a bummer fact, but let me segue nicely into my next bit. I heard way back when that the reason Flushed Away was CG is because Ardman's studio burnt down in 2005, and they remade it in computers. But when I googled it to check, apparently it's because water and plasticine don't mix good at all, because A, it's real hard to animate water, and Mm. two, it makes the plasticine melt if you use real water. Huh, that makes sense actually. The film was announced as CG in 2002, so I was told a bunch of untruths. (laughs) Well, also, weren't um, DreamWorks not... um, DreamWorks and Aardman pass... uh, sort of parted company after Mm. Flushed Away or during the promotion for the film. That's why it's entirely a DreamWorks production. But um, they wanted it done faster, and Aardman were kind of like, no, if you want it done, you, you've, we've got to do it in this way. And yeah. then Ar- they, they started um, making it very difficult for Aardman, and Aardman kind of were like, well, fuck you then. Yeah. Probably a bit more amicable than that. but Probably, yeah. Probably a bit more um, write me a huge check yeah. involved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Rita Malone sure is a rat girl. She Some is. people have funny feelings for her. She's okay, but I'm not that fussed. That film is really low and mid-tier. Yeah. Did you two like it? No. No, it's all right. It's I, mean, it's probably, fine. I think I liked it when I was a kid. But yeah, it was like 15 yeah. when it came out. So. I agree. It was one of those ones that was kind of like, oh, this is what they're doing now. I think I disliked it because it was new, yeah. which is a feeling I've carried with me until my adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't ever change things. <laughs> it gives me big Sherlock Gnome vibes. Yeah. Absolutely. Or maybe Sherlock Gnomes gives me big flushed away vibes because it came out first. It also Ritchie, kind of reminds me of um, Ratatouille, which I never really liked. 
Ratatouille is my favourite Pixar movie. Really? Yeah, I really, really like Ratatouille. I wish they would do more with him. Hmm. He's, he's, Ratatouille is one of the forgotten Pixar properties. It really though. is. I never, I never got it, and I think it's because, partially because it took me a long time to see it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I, when I saw it, I was big into rats. <laughs> like I was a real huge fan of rats. Like I was what? Oh god, like sixteen when it came out. But yeah, I wanted a pet rat, but wasn't allowed. I one, was so big I, I into just, like, rats. I was big into rats. I love rats. They're cool. They're very clever. Yeah. I wanted one, but I was never allowed one. Uh, and I can't get one now because I've got a cat. That's true. Yeah. And Giz- Gizmo, Gizmo is uh, like a like a, a rat, but doesn't need the yeah. attention. He yeah. is his own man. Oh, I wish he was. No, he's not. He's a needy little no. shit, isn't he? he? He sits on the table and stares at me <laughs> until Som- I do something. Sometimes on your chair and we have to wait while you get him off yeah. and find <laughs> him somewhere else to sit. <laughs> Uh, where were we? Shane Ritchie of EastEnders, who plays Alfie mm-hmm. Moon. I don't think he plays Alfie Moon anymore, does he? Wasn't that like 10 years ago? I don't Is know. Is he still did, in that? Did he come back for a little while? I, my knowledge of soaps has been vastly decreased since I le- left my childhood home. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched any soap operas in like 15 years. No. <laughs> uh, and Pontin's fame. Is he, what does that mean? He was a red coat. Uh, <laughs> he was a red coat. Yeah. Oh, it, well, oh uh, Pontins is like a holiday resort that yeah, people can go to. Not a red yeah. coat like a. Not a red coat like a lobster back. Not like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, in this movie is probably his biggest role ever by like reach. What does that mean? Is this some slang that I don't understand? By a, re- by a reach. Is it Maybe. by a lot? Yeah, by a lot, yeah. Uh, this was the last of the three films Ardman made with DreamWorks before yeah. they stopped because they really didn't like working with them. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. In episode, I forget which one, maybe one of the ones without a guest, let's say Tom <laughs> and Jerry, you said you wanted to slash needed to cover more recent animated properties. Yeah, we did. And I know one of you sure loves Batman when he's animated. <laughs> so did either of you ever see DC League of Super Pets? No. No. It looked trash. <laughs> but I haven't seen it, so maybe I'm wrong. I do remember Crypto the Super Dog. It had that one dog, Mammoth Mutt, mm-hmm. who inflated big and round. I wonder if that had any effect on me. Maybe. <laughs> Did um, you all see that one? No. I seem to have seen all the shows Rich is too old for. I've never seen Crypto the Super Dog, but uh, V introduced me to Mammoth Mutt on Discord recently, and I looked up all of the GIFs, GIFs and animated videos of Mammoth Mutt on Tenor. Okay. And yeah, that the, the, the dog just inflates. Like that's its entire thing. It just um, inflates big and round. I object to that <laughs> I am too old for you <laughs> you cheeky thing you. Um I, I try not to be too abusive. Um though I have seen that they're doing an animated super Dog, uh, like Crypto and Ace? Yeah, it's out already. Is it yeah, out? That's, that's, that's League Kevin, of Super Pets. Kevin Hart and... Um... Yeah. Oh, maybe we should watch it then. Uh, I've played the game because it was on Game Pass. Okay, any good? And the game is um, Flying Through Rings from Super oh, 64, no. but you're a dog. It's not bad. It's just, it's really, 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 really easy. Okay. But it's a kid's game, so... It's a, it's an easy 1000G on the Xbox. I haven't <laughs> seen any of the new Young Justice I, really uh, I haven't either. I don't. There's very little uh, DC cartoons I've seen. Some really good stuff. Yeah, re- there's some really really good stuff. I've seen Static Shock. Yep, that's great. 
And I've, I've seen Teen Titans, and that's about it. T, uh, you, you've not seen Batman Beyond, have you? I've seen bits. I've seen like the one or two episodes when it came out. Talk about. But I haven't watched it since. Talk about an S S tier theme tune. That mm. is that is very very good. You haven't seen yeah. um, the Batman Beyond uh, movie either, have you? Nope. That's great. One of my absolute best Batman stories. Oh yeah, I've Batman seen a couple stories. of the movies. I've yeah. seen uh, Batman versus Dracula. You seen Under the Red Hood? Yes, I have. Yeah, that was really one good. of the best yeah. ones as well. Yeah. John DiMaggio is a very good Joker. Yeah, I John saw Killing Joke yeah. and it was shit. Yes, that's terrible because they added yeah. the um, the Batgirl, Batman sex stuff, didn't they? Yeah, that's weird. That's really Don't bad. do that. Yeah. Uh, the, best, um, the best interpretation of that stuff uh, from the Killing Joke is not even the Killing Joke. It's Arkham Knight. Yeah. When you try and get out of the room and you can't get out of the room. Mm. Um, that is really great. Um, thanks for reading my stream of consciousness. I wrote this after two glasses of red wine, so it's probably a mess. Ooh. No, it wasn't that bad. What red wine did you drink, V? I know you can't answer. I'm imagining you had a Tampranillo. Sainsbury's um, own. <laughs> Tesco, yeah, Tesco blue none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I have to go pretend I'm a space cat in space is vaguely funny for a different email show that ah. shall not be named. Can't wait to see how that comes out. Mm. Doodles I'm... V.A. Furry. I'm sure it's mm, class. Mm, class, yeah. Uh, Thanks, V. We... Thank you, V. It's a very nice email. Um, Got an email here from Aaron. Hey, Aaron, we are just talking about you. He's titles it Marge and in charge. <laughs> and you'll, uh, <laughs> you'll see why. Um, Hi there, Toonsters. I'm going to give him a voice, okay? Hi <laughs> there, Toonsters. It's everybody's favourite handsome intern. That's how he talks. That's what he sounds he like. He does. I hope this email gets to you on time and it isn't being read a week after the fact like some sort of pre-recorded calling show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Mr. Show reference. Now that spooky season is upon us, I would be remiss. Remiss? Remiss. Man, words am I right? I'd be all fucked up if I didn't mention <laughs> the storied history of stop-motion clay animation as a means to scare. From legendary film monsters like King Kong and the many yeah. works of Ray Harryhausen to that Mark Twain television special with the fucked up scene with Satan. <laughs> Claymation has been the cause of nightmares for hundreds across the history of cinema. That's interesting that all of those are things we mentioned during the episode. Yeah, it's like um, on another podcast that shall not remain uh, shall remain <laughs> nameless. They always say that it's almost as if the people emailing in have been listening. It's really yeah. spooky. <laughs> Said, um, tell me tune how Huns. It's about that T umlaut. Over the U. N. Huns. How Bavarian of you. <laughs> How Bavarian. Is there a moment in animation that's stuck with you over the years for being downright terrifying? It doesn't have to be clay animated or anything, but it could be. Um, like that horrific scene from Pee Wee's Big Adventure where the trucker lady tells him the story about large Marge and her face morphs into a claymated monstrosity. Uh, I was pretty scared of the Peter Gabriel uh, Sledgehammer video when I was younger, but I think actually. We've mentioned it on the show when they open the Ark of the Covenant and yeah, um, yeah. the guy's face melts. Yeah, that's uh, creepy. It was very creepy. Um, I'm trying to think what else was pretty creepy and stayed with um, me. There is a movie called The Halloween Tree, mm-hmm. which is based on the that one guy who wrote all them books, uh, Ray Bradbury. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's it's based on one of one of his books, and there is a scene in that where they go to it's like. Um, they see how Halloween is celebrated in different mm. cultures and different times. And there's one set in Egypt 
where I don't know if this is true. It seems like a load of bullshit to me, but mm-hmm. there's a scene where they talk about having dinner with dead relatives right. at the dinner table where they would put the corpse at the table. And it was a scene where they're having the Halloween dinner, but like grandma and grandpa are at the table, but they're zombie looking, That's but they're weird. just mummies. And it scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Like, I couldn't watch it. It was that frightening to me. <laughs> that is really weird. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I would have been freaked out about at the time. Probably not. There's, um, when I first watched Batman the Animated Series, um, the episode Mad Love, which we might, may or may not talk about next week, um, it was really disturbing at the time because it's about the Joker's breaking and domestic abuse of Harley Quinn. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that one, I think that won an Eisner. Um, mm-hmm. It definitely won an, an award of some descript. Um, Annie. <laughs> an Annie award. Um, but that was very unsettling to watch as a, mm, I would say, when what would I have been, 30 years ago? Yeah, 10-year-old, maybe. Mm. 11, 12, watching yeah. such graphic depiction of a domestic abuse stuck with me for quite a while. Um, to the point where I, as a parent, now think that maybe we should expose our children to cautionary tales quite early. Yeah. Um, I don't shy away from teaching Evan about death and stuff like that. Like, um, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a fact of life, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and like... I think... He it does him good to know these. Things. It certainly did me good. I I would like the the thought of domestic abuse physically repels me um, and makes me feel quite sick. And I think that had something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's probably other things that frightened me as a kid, but I've probably just blocked them out. Yeah, Evil Dead. Yeah, that's, that's the healthy way of doing it. Some of the stuff just from Evil Dead Two and Evil yeah. Dead One. Um, well, I the animation that when stuff. I was a kid. I'd seen that when oh, I was a child. My mum and dad didn't care what I watched when yeah. I was younger. Um, like I've told. I do the... remember being frightened by the um, the Cyclops in um, what's it called? Uh, Clash Argonauts. Of... Yeah, I was going to say Clash of Titans. It's the other one, isn't it? Jason yeah. and the Argonauts. Yeah, oh, that that whole skeleton fight in yeah. um, Clash of... that is Clash of Titans, isn't it? It, mm. might, it might be the other way around because I Maybe. think that's Argonauts with the skeletons. Um, but that that all all that stuff was great. But it was it mm. was pretty scary. Yeah. Um, some... It's a, it's one of those cool kind of scaries though. Uh, the thing it's scary, but you're not really scared. It's like you feel like grown up watching it. Uh, does animatronics count? Because uh, yeah, the sure. thing, yeah, that still is unsettling even to this day. It's a fantastic movie, like easy top five. But mm. um, that is just some top tier special effects that just is so unsettling. Yeah. Um, when animatronics and stuff like that is done right. There is no CGI that can be it. Unfortunately, yeah. we watched Alien 1 to 3, or Alien, <laughs> Aliens, Alien 3, um, <laughs> recently. And my wife was just like, so every bit that isn't CGI is great. And every yeah. bit that CGI looks like you did it on a like on Adobe Photoshop in about five minutes. Yeah, the, um, uh, the effects in Alien Cubed are so bad. Yeah. They're really, really bad. But yet there are some really great bits, like when Charles Dance dies. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like seeing the person in the alien suit behind the curtain, and then when he does the classic 
um, when the alien does the classic breathing in Ripley's face to mm. check whether or not the alien is still okay inside her. Yeah, it's um, that that is phenomenal. Um, mm. But yeah, whenever it's CGI, it's trash, trash monster. Yeah. There you go. Um, to, speaking of Marge <laughs> and horrifying, attached is my submission to the Toon Hounds Marge Simpson voice contest. That's totally not a bit. It's not a bit. It's not. It's we're gonna re- send, it's we're real. Gonna, we are going to send real. that that pin out. I've got it waiting to go. So, um, how are we going to do this? I don't know. I feel like we should. Okay, I'll send you. I will post the entry on Discord. Uh-huh. You open it up, and we'll say three, two, one, and then press play at the same time. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. We're gonna are we gonna put them on Twitter at some point. Uh, we could do. I mean, we're putting them on here, aren't we? Oh, yeah, right. Cause... <laughs> okay, is this going to upload or is it going to say, no, the fire's too big? Okay, all right. Yeah, I've got it. Okay, so right. three, two, one, then press play. All right. Okay. Three, three, two, one, play. Mm. Oh, homie, come check out this new podcast. <laughs> Toon Hounds is the best podcast ever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you're happy with that, you fucks. Oh, Aaron, that was so good. <laughs> it sounded exactly like her. I especially like the bit where she went really deep and told us we were great at the end. <laughs> I did as well. Yeah, that was my favourite part. Oh, that's so good. Well, there's your first entry into the <laughs> into the two two thousand Mark Simpson voice contest. Yep, it was really good. Oh, brilliant. Uh, that's the next email. Uh, this is from Travis Morphy. The subject title is Marge Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Dearest Toonhounds, this is the best Marge Simpson you'll hear all, hear all day. Trust me. Please don't check the others. Please, I need this gig. I can be Marge. I have what it takes. I've trained my whole life for this. P.S. I'm sorry. Forever yours, Travis Morphin. Okay. How are we going to do Very... this? Are you going to edit these in? Yeah, I am. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. So that everyone can hear. Oh. Oh. Can we not do this? Is this going to sound? Oh, mm. oh it's sent weird. It... Yeah, it has, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know why it's an MP. Oh, before. it's not. Yeah, this one's not going to open for me for some reason right now. Okay, so what I propose we do with this one is yep. we uh, leave a suitable amount of time for you to edit <laughs> it in, and then Travis will listen to it after. Um, and then uh, probably send you some hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Cool. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's uh, it's loading up as a video for some reason. Mm. So I'll just uh, I'll I'll do something. Yeah, I'll use my magic powers. All right. You're right, everyone. It's me, Spivacy from the future. I fixed my mic. It sounds a lot better, doesn't it? Anyway, um, I felt a bit bad not putting Travis's audio in, so I'm going to put it in now and. You can listen to it. I mean, I've listened to it. Rich hasn't. It'll be our secret. Don't tell Rich. Toonhounds is the best podcast ever. Okay. Oh, we, we don't need to leave a little while. Let's just uh, read the... Is, has he got any more of his email? No, that's the email. Fine. Okay. Next. <laughs> Next. Um, to the show with Rich and his good pal named Spivzy. <laughs> this is from Jame, who is our announcer who, for Devon's Theatre Answers. And who has been on the show before. Ah. Hello, Toonhound Arenos. 
I almost popped an eye and nearly strained my throat t- trying to create a decent Marge voice, so I'm sending the point I got to before I hurt something. Don't worry, I've got my water. <laughs> I think I had something else to say, but I forgot. This email is also about King of the Hill, the official cartoon of Texas. <laughs> okay, bye, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, someone said to me while you're uploading that. Someone said to me the other day that, uh, or I read it on Reddit that um, every character in King of the Hill would have voted for Trump, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's really awful." Where is it? There we go. So we're gonna, um, whilst Pussy's uploading, we're gonna uh, leave this open for another two weeks. So you've got time to put your uh, voice in if you want to. Right? Okay. Yes. We're ready with this one. Yep. All right. Three, two. One, play. Toad Hounds is the best podcast ever. I just eat their neat. <laughs> so, um, for someone who is a very big Simpsons fan, I'm concerned that Jame has never heard what Mark Simpson sounds like. <laughs> it was very, it was very high. It was, it was very high. Maybe this is what she should sound like. Maybe. If she hadn't been smoking 40 cigarettes a day. Yeah. In her teens. <laughs> it was good, though. It was a good it one. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, they also wrote, P.S. How do you type with boxing gloves on? Um, and P.P.S. I've been awake for almost 12 hours now, sad face. Yeah. I saw that, James. Get yourself some sleep. Yeah. Um, um, I can send as a reply. Okay. Hope you feel better. Oh, don't do I'll that. I'll send that. <laughs> I'm going to send it. Um, well, I can schedule the message to be sent at a certain time. <laughs> that's weird. That is weird. I've sent it. I've sent a reply. Uh, I find what helps me with sleep is um, sitting very, very still and listening to the sound of my breathing. Mm. Uh, I suffered with um, insomnia for a large, large amount of time, especially when I was um, depressed and uh, had a lot of anxiety about things like going to work the next day and stuff like that when I really hated my job. Uh, mm-hmm. Thankfully, I'm not in that position anymore. But um, uh, I, the the way I got to sleep was listening to the sound of my breathing and nothing else, and over breathing, so yeah. breathing deeper, so that I could hear the sounds. And then naturally, you're taking in more oxygen. Um, I always give that so, advice to people. So it is a weird thing. When I was a teenager, mm-hmm. when my like anxiety was at an all time high, mm-hmm. you know, due to being a teenager, I couldn't wear headphones on the bus because I couldn't hear myself breathe. I know you have panic attacks. Yeah, it's a really common thing. You, you, yeah. um, with anxiety, the sound of your own breathing and the the motions you go through with your chest expanding and um, you know, contracting is mm. really important. It's it's yeah. a grounding mechanism. It's almost like that sound of white noise. Mm, um, yeah. It's really grounded. <coughs> it's really important, um, and it gets it encourages circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really important. Uh, I counsel, still counsel as a, a volunteer counsellor for people, young people with cancer. And we talk about this all the time about how people need to listen to their... It's where the touch grass mentality comes from. Like, mm, you should listen yeah. to yourself breathe. It really does calm you down. And even if you are having... If you're having an anxiety attack, an asthma attack, something like that, you should always, like, regulate and listen to the sound of your own body. See, don't say we never give you good advice on this show. I went super serious then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite lucky in that um, when I need to go to sleep, my body is just like, go to sleep now. Yeah. Like, I don't stay up. Like, even if I try to stay up, I'll go to sleep. 
my uh, wife, her head hits the pillow. She can be, she could have had a cup of coffee five minutes before. Mm. Her head will hit the pillow. I will turn around, say goodnight, and she's already asleep. It's yeah. insane. The, she's so good the, at it. The only time I have trouble sleeping is if I've had a bit to drink, mm. which is usually the opposite for most people. Uh, no, I th- I genuinely think uh, most people get to sleep, but they don't enter a really good REM. So you yeah, haven't. Yeah. Um, you, so you're probably your way of falling to sleep is slightly different than most people. I'm exactly the same. I, if I have a drink, I'm up to about three a.m. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's strange. Whiskey, especially if I have anything with whiskey, and I just can't sleep at all. Yeah. Well, it, and it's weird because most alcohols are depressants. Yeah, so you think it would think put it would you right you. out. Yeah, um, and like that's the the classic like trope, isn't it? Yeah, of people who drink, they just sleep all the time. Yeah, but you'd find you had a re- you'll always find you have a worse night's sleep if you drink. I yeah, I have weird dreams. I don't drink much <clears throat> anymore. Uh, my body is messed up from lots of uh, you know treatment over the years, and um, I don't. So I barely drink anymore. I'll have like a glass of wine occasionally or a beer. Yeah. Um, but a so, sherry at Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> a big brandy if we've done a big deal on on Toon Hands World. Um, <laughs> but like stuff like caffeine and stuff like that really fuck around with me as well. So I try not to drink too much caffeine, which is very mm. very hard for a British person because I love a cup of tea. Yeah, I um I thought that caffeine didn't affect me that much mm-hmm. until, until you stopped. stopped. Yeah, yeah, until I stopped having a cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, and God, the headaches were so bad. Yeah. So now I just drink coffee in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> but there is nothing better than a good cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, definitely. Dowig butts, mm. nice stuff. <laughs> um, our last email of the evening is titled Cartoon Hounds, and it's from <laughs> Fedco. It says, sorry for using your full name in the subject line. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get your attention for something very important. We've been trying to reach you about your podcast extended warranty. <laughs> I've never listened to these calls further than that, so I'm pleased to report that I cannot continue this bit. <laughs> What's your favourite colour? Oh, my favourite colour is red. I I like a very dark bottle green. Um, mm. I, I it's um, I like I find I quite like dark colours. I th- I like paint my most of the rooms in my house are quite dark colours. Like mm. my bedroom is a dark. Sorry, the bedroom my wife and I share is a, <laughs> where you sleep in a big race car bed. <laughs> is a dark bottle green. Um, That's a, a bottle green is a good colour for mm-hmm. clothing. I find. Yeah, really good. If you can find a good uh, plaid shirt with mm. a dark bottle green, I'm there. I'm going to steal yeah. it from your wardrobe. Um, <laughs> I like, but I like. I don't like insipid colours. I like like a royal purple or a na- yeah. really deep navy blue or a burgundy. Um, yeah, so um, a deep mahogany. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, my son's favourite colour is pink, which I absolutely adore. Yeah. Um, like he has not fallen into the trope of pink is for girls. Um, so he lo- he if we get him a shirt or something like that, he invariably pinks like picks like pink or something oh, like nice. that, which I really yeah. like. Um, the, I mean, it is a nice colour. It is a nice colour, it's, especially it's, if you get one that's like muted enough, like a, a salmon or something like that. This yeah. is the s- most serious we've been on this fucking podcast, and the question was, like, what's I'm your favourite colour? Sure pink as like a colour was specifically designed and made to be a inviting colour. Yeah. It seems that. 
I'm sure I read that somewhere. It might be on QI. Well, also, <laughs> I think pink was traditionally a man, a, a quote-unquote yes. man's colour for yeah, clothing. Yeah, baby blue was for girls. Yes. Yeah. Weird. But yeah, my favourite colour is red. I just like the colour red. But do you... Do you I, I think red has a... Um, Red has a quality to it. Well, I'm being really yeah. serious with this because I think colours are really amazing. Um, yeah. I think red has such a range. Like a dark burgundy or crimson is yeah. f- evokes totally different feelings than um, like a, re- a blood red colour, like a mm. like yeah. cartoony heart red. It's a powerful colour. Yeah. It's, it means a lot. Yellow I have no time for. No, yellow is yellow's too babyish. Yeah. Um I like a good grey. Yeah. But I've it got, has to be in the right context. Yeah, I've got too many grey t shirts. Mm. But grey is one of those where I suppose it's easy to print a visible picture on. Yeah. Um I'm a green man. You're a green man. <laughs> a, a, a Hulk. Um <laughs> But I think green is another one like red that has such a variance in colours and yeah. can change mood. Like lime green and bottle green are just so different. We don't really say light red and dark red, but we say light green and dark green. Mm, yeah. And we do the same with Yeah, we do the same with I I can't think of another colour. Uh, purples have a lot of different mm, like, variations, different names. like mauve and indigo and, and puce. Puce, yes, and <laughs> plum. Puce, plum, lavender, violet. Yeah, there you go. I bet. I, so I bet Fed wasn't ex- uh, expecting <laughs> no. an answer that depth. If that depth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for the emails, guys. Thank you. Uh, they were all great. I love it when we get emails. I do as well. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, also, like, we're good friends with all these people and really enjoy their company. So it's nice to talk to you. Yes, talk at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I think that's an episode. That is an episode. Uh, we're running at, like, two hours for most of our episodes, which mm-hmm. is quite nice. Quite a nice length of time. Um what do we want to pimp out? We want to say thank you to Vidizen for the use of his music for our theme tune. Um, you can find him at, at underscore Vidizen underscore. Um, he's got all the information on his various albums, projects and uh, soundtracks. He mm-hmm. also does all the music for our production uh, to Ponds Theatre and Subspace. Um, and he is an all around great guy who we love very dearly. Top bloke. Um, yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolute legend. And a, a, a hunk, if I may say so myself. <laughs> um, so he's working out at the moment and he uh, he has put pictures on Twitter and I am very jealous of the time <laughs> that he's finding to do exercise. Um, Spivsy, where can people find you in the, the world of the internet? You can find me on the internet under the name Spivsy on basically any kind of platform <laughs> where you can have a name. Um, you can... Find me on Twitter at Spivzy. Yeah. You can find me on YouTube at Spivzy. Yep. You can find me on Twitch at Spivzy. Yep. Um, you can find me on Xbox Live as Spivzy. You can find him and at the phone box. Yeah. Scrolled on the side at Spivzy yeah. for a good time. For a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in that one, the uh, the S is a five because I'm undercover. Ah, uh, or a cool S. Yeah, it's one of them cool S's. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Where can people find Richard Masters? Uh, so uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MastersRich. 
uh, Spivzy and I and a bunch of cool people who we are lucky enough to know and work with uh, produce a show called Tapon's Theatre on Subspace and you can find us at ttos.call or at Tapon on Subspace uh, I am obviously here and you can find us at @toonhounds <laughs> um, on Twitter or you can send us an email at toonhounds at gmail.com um, and I have another podcast which I do every other Tuesday when I'm not talking to Spivzy I'm talking to my friends Jeff and Josh and Jesp. Jeff Jeff and Josh <laughs> Jeff and Joff um, and we produce three stories based on two randomly assigned prompts uh, mainly horror science fiction and fantasy and it is called Bros B4 Pros and you can yep. find us on Twitter at at bros b for the number four pros pod <laughs> so many people were confused about that b before p yep uh and if you can't find your way to any of those productions just go on my twitter at masters rich and it's all in the header you can also go on to toonhounds.card.co where all of our links are available perfect we have been doing this for it's almost coming up to two years isn't it um no two years in like june oh okay so we're a year yeah. and a half or something yeah year and a bit um but it's been good so far yeah so far yeah yeah it might get shit but you yeah. know <laughs> we might run out of cartoons i don't think so <laughs> that would be impressive <laughs> um as always thank you for your emails and thank you for listening we really appreciate it um we really enjoy doing this and we never really saw this as something that was going to make us a lot of money or anything like that which is good because it doesn't um yeah it's good because we completely uh, forgot to mention we have a patreon we do we have a <laughs> patreon if you want to um i don't i don't know any of the details of it so it's patreon forward slash toonhounds patreon.com oh, right. I, I had a go at uh, it for one pound fifty you can get early episodes. You'll yes. get an episode on the Friday rather than on the Monday, yes. which is damn good value for money if you ask me. And you also get um, early bird access to our artwork. Uh, Indeed. You get to see me draw Spivzy and I as dogs. Yeah, I think I might start doing that. I'm going to have to do that for this episode because we are. talked about Gromit. Oh, of course. Yeah. How are you going to make us look claymation? Oh, I don't know. That's going to be really I'll, difficult. I'll actually, I'll make... The actual thing out of clay. I'm not going to do that. That's way too much work. I was going to say that would yeah. that would be so impressive. But I wonder if there's a filter that we can put over some artwork. Oh no, filters always look like shit. No, do they? Yeah, yeah. And we're not using Dali or crayon no. or something like that no. because that is fucking stupid and it's taking yeah. the money out of artists mouths. See, Dali was so much more fun when it was really janky looking stuff. Yeah. But then they had to make it look good. Yeah. And now it's like, ugh. Well, pe- boring people now. are using it for D&D book covers and stuff like that. And it's just like... Yeah, it's crap. You are... And they asked all the artists for input and then have used their work and stuff like that. It's, it's shitty. If you know anyone who's an artist, you shouldn't be supporting Crayon or... Um, it, that's what Dali has become, isn't it? Crayon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any AI program. Yeah. Tell them to get to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but not in a way that might tell them, might tell abuse. them Spivzy sent you <laughs> but don't abuse them because they, AI might become our overlords at some point so uh, ah yeah. no they won't they won't I can take them out perfect right yeah. we're going to see you in two weeks for a Batman themed episode um, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk about 
some episodes, obviously. We, we haven't decided which ones yet. Um, I imagine we're going to talk about some of the big ones and some of the horrifying ones. Um, Spoiler alert, I'm probably going to talk about whichever ones are on the DVD box set I've got. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I might take some pictures of some of the Batman stuff I've got around the house just for little treats for our Patreon subscribers and stuff like that. Yeah. So you know what to steal if you ever burgle my house. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else worth taking. No, no. Uh, thank you again. See you in two weeks. We both love you lots. Uh, and keep being nice to each other. Okay? Bye. 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 Bye.